This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 110th episode of Talk Direction. And we're live in person again! Woohoo, baby! <laughs> and this will probably be our second to last live in person one until December. Okay. Because I'm going to London soon. Um, what did we say that we wanted to say on this podcast? Oh yeah, that we're making episodes shorter. Yes. And by shorter, we mean like an hour and 20 minutes. Which is like, like what we were, we try, yeah, trying we to do initially. Yeah, we used to be around then. Like, remember the first episode? Like, we could barely make it long enough. I know. We were like, how are we going to make this an hour? Yeah. And now we're like, how do we make this not seven hours? Seriously. Um. Yeah, because I it just, like we said this on TDDL, but like, it just, I like the shorter episodes. They, you know... Two-hour episodes end up being, like, I mean, there are a lot to plan. There are a lot to edit. There are a lot to, like, kind of talk for that long. Mm-hmm. And then you add in the videos that we have to do every week and the talk direction down low, which yeah. is, like, an extra half hour, which yeah. you can find on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talk direction, where we do an extra half hour of, like, recording. It ends up, like, being that we're recording, like, three hours and the editing and the planning. It just, like, takes a really long time. And then we fall apart. Yeah. And we don't get it all done in time. Yeah. So we're trying to aim for like an hour and 20 minutes now. Like last week's episode was slightly shorter. So that's why. Mm-hmm. And I think we're doing a good job so far. And we this... still can talk about a lot of stuff at yeah. that time. And like an extra stuff that we don't end up hitting on, we're going to try to be moving it to TDDL, which is Talk Direction Download, which is what I just mentioned, that extra half hour. Um, so then, yeah, we'll put it there, like extra news stories that we don't hit. But also there's been sort of just like a lull, a natural lull, because the boys aren't like, putting out so much news right now because a lot of the interviews that they're doing are just sort of repeated interviews that we've seen before or like they're saying the same stuff so that's also helping news wise and um also this week for our main episode it's not like a giant main discussion it's more of just like kind of a little fun thing um so yeah um and oh yeah we're rebooting patreon So we're coming up with new levels and like new, like, what are they called? I feel like I said this last time. I didn't know what to call them. Like just different rewards you get at each level. Um, And we've put out a survey monkey survey, which you can find on our Twitter at talk underscore direction. And you can leave your feedback. We'd love to get suggestions from you guys if you have any new suggestions. But there's also like poll type questions and anyone can answer them, whether you're um, a supporter on Patreon or not. Um, because we want to know what you guys want and we're going to be doing that soon in the next couple weeks. I am moving to London next Tuesday, which is in like five days. Um, it's Thursday right now. So that's going to be kind of my life, but, um, we're probably going to do that once I'm there. So yeah, let us know your thoughts on the Patreon. I'm going to pause this video. (laughs) We have, um, a behind the scenes talk direction video that was going at the same time, which will be one of the vlogs that we do on our Patreon. We put up vlogs every week. Um, and this week it's a behind the scenes sort of of what we do when we're filming. Um, but yeah, 
that is our Patreon. Any other news, updates, things that we have to say? Mm, no. Okay, great. So. <laughs> um, we are going to do, again, we've been doing Audible book recommendations. Um, if you go to audibletrial.com slash talkdirection, you can get a month free of audiobooks. So your first audiobook um, month subscription is free, which is awesome. And you help support the show if you use that link, audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. Um, and my recommendation today actually comes from one of our listeners, Sophia, who sent us a really long list of feminist books that they recommend we read. And they all sounded so amazing. And I was like, okay, I need to write every single one of these down. I really want to create a Google Doc of all your recommendations because mm-hmm. who else sent us some? Um, Martha, I think, sent us yeah. one. Um, I think Lucia was saying that she wanted to. I don't mm-hmm. know if she did. I don't think she did yet. Yeah, there was like a couple people really interested in this idea. So send us your book recommendations and I'm going to make a a Google Doc. And you can like say like one sentence of like what the book's about or like what you thought of it or something to like give some intrigue Um, because that's what Sophia did. And I was like, I need to read all of these. Yeah. Um, The first one that they sent was The Power by Naomi or Naomi Alderman. And this one is, it comes in an audiobook on Audible. Um, if you'd like to listen to it. Um, and it's about, it's a dystopian science fiction novel. Um, and its central premise is women developing the ability to release electrical jolts from their fingers, thus leading to them becoming the dominant gender. Hmm. Which sounded really cool. I feel like this is ringing a bell. I've definitely heard someone talk about it before. Really? Um, but I thought that was so interesting to, like, read about. That's so. cool. Um, I'm just thinking, like, I've got a long plane ride coming up. I'm going to be walking around London a lot. So um, these are things I might be interested in listening to on Audible. So, again, that's audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. And, Kara, I know you wanted to re-say Handmaid's Tale, right? Yeah. Um, I just finished it the other day. I said it till like, 3 a.m. finishing it. Um, and I don't know how I feel about the ending. So if you've read it and want to talk to me about the ending, please hit me up because, like, I need to discuss it with someone. Um, I also want to watch the, the show, but it's weird because they cat like, there were supposed to be these characters who are like, I'm not going to say anything about the characters, but like, they're supposed to be like around 67 or something. And they cast them as like 30 year olds, really hot people. Like this oh. like really, really hot, like blonde woman and like this hot, bl- like this hot guy. And I'm just like, they're supposed to be like age, aged. Mm-hmm. And like, that's like kind of like what the age disparity, like made it kind of like a power, you know what I mean? Like there's like things like played into it. And I'm just like, this is so classic TV. Yeah. Classic Hollywood. You know what I mean? It's on yeah. Hulu, I think, but, um, I'll find other methods. Just kidding. I love the law. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the law. I was confused with what you meant until I got yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. That's just how it works. <laughs> we uphold the law here on Talk Direction. Um, Mm. I also wanted to mention one of our listeners has, I know I said this on the last show, but, um, Harry's tour Snapchat and I recently followed them on Snapchat and, uh, she's already putting out content of like questioning fun things, like fun Harry questions that you can respond to and stuff like that. Um, the Twitter is at H styles tour 94. Um, and you can go there and sign up to be someone who is like in charge of the Snapchat for Harry's tours. So Anyone following the Snapchat can watch his, like, whoever it is recording at being at the concert. And then we get to all watch it, which makes the concerts more accessible to everyone to sort of, like, be in the moment watching fun things that are happening. Um, 
And the actual Snapchat Snapchat is H Styles Tour. Um, and so if you go fi- follow that, Harry's Tours dates are starting on September 19th. <gasps> That's so, Lucia's. Yeah, oh Lucia's my God, Lucia. going. Yeah. Oh my god, how and you're are you going feeling, girl? Quick, 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 quick. I can't speak. <laughs> you're going quite quickly after that. I'm going the 30th, so. Oh my god, that's so up. soon. Um, Yeah, I need to get you in contact with Isabel because she's. Yeah, still we need to too. figure out that whole ticket thing because I still don't know who paid for them. Okay. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, any who's a Coles. Um, yeah, so go follow that. I'm excited. Um, and we have a back to you this week. I just keep on coming back to you. Um, okay, so this comes from Sophia, who was the one who recommended um, the book, um, The Power. Um, and they said, hi, I went to Flickr Sessions London and am still not over it. I thought it was interesting you guys don't love hearing songs live before hearing the recorded version. I definitely agree that being able to sing along is always a highlight of shows, but I actually really loved getting to hear them all. Um, it felt like Niall was letting us in on something really private and special, which the setup really reflected. He had a rug on the stage and lamps, and obviously the venue was fairly small. I think he deserves it, this opportunity to be really listened to and have this talent properly appreciated. It was so overwhelming how proud I felt and still feel. Getting to really hear his voice and take it in and soak up the lyrics, I feel so impressed. I have never doubted any of the boys' talents, but X Factor doesn't make songwriters, you know? They were made to be pop stars, and here we are. Niall doesn't feel like that at all. He's too cozy and warm, and so is his music. I felt the same about seeing, I felt the same about seeing Blind um, regarding ableism, but otherwise it's one of my favorites. It's so fun. It's so catchy and fun, but Fire Away was definitely the one that caught me most. Like you said, it's him comforting someone he loves, and that really choked me up. It makes me think of little things in a way, in the way that everyone can feel like the boys were looking after them. I know that sounds cheesy, but the comfort that we've all found in them over the years has been really important to a lot of us, and Fire Away has that quality. It's like a warm hug from my soft Irish man (laughs) and I've got the audio of it on repeat also agreed that my shadows dancing without you for the first time is the most beautiful and clever line Sophia um this was such a lovely message I loved that Uh, they also included like so much other stuff about London and all the book recommendations and stuff so I just yeah thank you Sophia for writing into us also they wrote a um a review of Niall's um Flickr session for uh like a website the best of the line of bestfit.com and it's on their Twitter which is hurricane girl with three r's instead of like actual girls g-r-r-r-l so Uh, go check it out what website was it on it's the line of best fit do we retweet it? We'll put it on the we'll Yeah, we'll it retweet it Twitter. too. Um, yeah. So I feel like totally if we'd gone to listen to Niall live, like for the first time, yeah. that would have been such an exciting thing. I would have felt very differently about it. Yeah. I think like hearing it live and in person is different than hearing it on like recording. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, like, yeah. I still like the recordings. It's just like, I wish... It's so weird because I've listened to them like once or twice, but now it's not like I'm like playing them in my like yeah. guitar in my, <laughs> in my car like all the time, and like you know oh the rain stopped that was really sudden yeah um like I can't like I I just can't like get used to them because they're not you know they're Same. not not with me unless I like get the shoddy like MP3 versions 
of like the live recordings. I don't know. Yeah. But I liked hearing that like it was a really great live. Yeah. Like I really like hearing that. I wish we could have gone. I know. That would have been beautiful. I wish you were in London a few weeks earlier. I know. <laughs> At least we're seeing Harry. I know. God, we're so blessed. I know. See Harry. And also we're saving so money good. this way. It's fine. We're yeah, fine. It's so all good. True. It's all fine. All fine. Um, and then what else about this part? Um, oh yeah, about the whole like comforting thing. We were actually just talking about little things. I know. I just kind of dragged it through the mud. <laughs> like <laughs> on Talk Direction down low, yeah. which is on our Patreon. Um, yeah. We were saying like there's the lyrics about like squeezing into jeans and the weight and stuff aren't great. But I totally agree that, like, we are we are also talking about Diana. I think Diana has that quality to it and how much we love it that, like, it feels like the boys are giving fans a hug in some ways or, like, being their support system, which is so true for so many people. Like, I mean, for us, like, the boys have changed our lives and, like, the whole fandom has been, like, this amazing thing. But people have really personal connections to One Direction mm-hmm. and their music. And I love that saying, like, a warm hug for my soft Irish man. And, like, Fireway totally is like that. Mm. Like, I, t- Fireway is going to be one of my favorites, yeah. for sure. Such a good song. Ugh. Wow. Also, like, I just, like, it's another good fall-sounding title. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Fireway, Flicker, mm-hmm. just all great, like, warm it's tones. so aesthetically pleasing, the whole thing. I know. Like, what you said about, like, the carpet, like, the yeah. rugs there they had, and, like, it felt so intimate. Like, so cool. Um, so thank you for writing into us and letting us uh, be a part of this insightful... Um, little email thing, majig. I don't really know what's coming out of my mouth right now. If anyone wants to like write in more about their Flickr session experiences mm-hmm. as they go along, please write in. Yeah, or your Harry concert experience. Oh, oh yeah, Lucia, I'm expecting a little email there. Or you could or voicemail or something or voicemail. <gasps> yes. Yeah, probably voicemail because we can't figure out times and stuff. <laughs> Especially with me moving to London. Yeah, but Although, feel free to make it a long voicemail. Uh, we've wanted Lucci on the show for 12 years. I know. Before we even started, yeah, pretty our much. souls were converging. Exactly. Um, okay, moving on to news. Um, uh, so Harry was on the Jonathan Ross show and um, they started off talking about like the perfection of Harry's face, which I mean, for real. But, like, that stupid, like, triangle thing, I did it's so not get that. It's so Eurocentric, too. It literally is. I was like, okay. It's just, like, on a very white standard of beauty. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah, and that's why, like, all the, the stupid, <laughs> stupid articles where it's, like, blah, 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 is named most beautiful woman in the world, and it's, like, a white blonde woman. And yeah. it's, like, no wonder, because the science behind it, science, quote, unquote, is made by, like, white Westerners. It was kind of stupid. It was stupid. Despite how perfect Harry's face is. And, like, I feel like the graphics got messed up, so they it didn't got make so sense. It wasn't really... It wasn't funny and good. It, it wasn't was well done. I don't know. I was like, what? Who did this? I know. But Harry looks cute. Yeah. <laughs> was his, his outfit, like, a light yellow or a cream? Yeah, it was the yellow... Um, I think it was the yellow one that we saw so long ago. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Yeah, it was really nice. I forgot. We didn't even put... I didn't even add... I News is so, like, stripped back this week. I Strip stripped it. Down. I really did. I stripped mm. it down. And I didn't even put photos of Harry in his yellow suit. He, it's okay. He it's looked our, beautiful. It's our mind's eye. Yes. It's so true. Um, and then they played this game where they had to, like, scoop out balls out of a tub and see who could get as many balls as they could out of the tub in yeah. time. Harry was like stuffing them in his 
suit jacket that before. Was funny. That was cute. Um, a weird show. I mean, <laughs> weird game. I feel like, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, maybe because like American game shows like do like the biggest, most production, like most extra things <laughs> on talk shows where I'm like a normal, like low, lower budget thing, like seems like, oh my God, what are they doing? But yeah. like, I feel like they could be a little more creative. You know what I mean? True. Um, I don't know. It seemed just like kind of something. And that... also we've been like gifted like James Corden. Exactly. Show. Who's like a, like, I just, I don't think I love Jonathan Ross's personality and vibe. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. Harry was there throwing some balls around. So, um, and then he sung Two Ghosts, and we've seen him perform Two Ghosts live, like, multiple times now. He did some different note changes in the beginning. It was, like, lower. Did you notice that? And, like, more talky. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it, and I just, like, I love hearing the note changes, and Mm -hmm. also, but also I think, like, how many times did he sing it that way? I've, like, said this before. How many times did he sing it that way when he was recording it? Like, was Mm -hmm. that the more common way to sing it? I feel like sometimes when they do it lower, maybe their voice is sore because they don't want to, like, reach up to those higher notes. But then Harry did the higher notes later on. I like it. I like yeah. the more I like the more talky ones. It sounds like more classic country mm. Yeah, I, I really liked it. He was good. I want to know, is he going to do more promo? Like, I don't know. Like, is he really promoting this Two Ghosts as a single? Because I haven't heard it on the radio. Not that I ever listened. Again. And it's not on, it's not the like, star on the iTunes thing. You know, oh, how yeah, yeah. it's a star. It hasn't been put a star yet. So, but like, I, when is that kicking off? Because his performances are starting. So, maybe he's just so busy, like, practicing for maybe. the live shows. Yeah, but I feel like he's, like... I thought it was supposed to be, like, officially um, coming out as a single, like, a couple months ago. I know. Like, early summer. It's confusing. Yeah, it's confusing. Because I'd love to hear it do well on radio. I think it really could. I'm not going to lie, though. I maybe... Oh, my God. I'm just, like, why am I dragging everything through the mud? <laughs> Um, oh, the light got brighter. Oh, yeah. It got brighter when you turned it, like, when it started recording. Oh. Um, huh. I feel like the two ghosts, um, like, live performances kind of, like, lowered it down for me. Really? Because it's not all that interesting. Yeah. Once you hear it over and over. Sign of the Times, however, it still holds its ground for me. And that's why it, like, has a pretty high up thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, every single live performance, maybe because of his voice, he had to, like, strain it. And it was so like incredible and like impressive so maybe mm-hmm. that's why it held up but i think it was just a more interesting song so like me hearing that over and over again and watching his performance every single time i'm not bored of it two ghosts however i do get bored of it i'm not gonna lie yeah i would agree when i was watching especially the one on the jonathan ross he i felt like something was missing from his performance where like i wasn't drawn in it felt like he was just kind of standing up there strumming the guitar Whereas, like, you know, on TV, like, seeing TV shows, like, the judges will be like, you need to put your emotion in it. You need to make me feel it. And I feel like in Sign of the Times, he puts so much of himself into the song. Like, yeah. he really gets emotive about it. Like, just his facial expression and the way he's singing. And, like, it just, like, feels so... There's so much to it. And he's not just, like, standing up there. But, like, for some reason, this Two Ghost performance, like... Maybe not the other ones, because I feel like when he played by himself, I felt more emotion going through it. But this one just seemed a little lackluster He to seemed me. like he was kind of having an off sad day, though, I think. Yeah. So, you know, like, everyone has those days. Everyone gets that way. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I agree. There's, like, something not as exciting about it as, like, Sign of the Times. Of the times yeah, like you're Kiwi. so right. It was so, mo- oh my yeah. freaking god, Kiwi. Yeah. There's so much. I don't think that could ever be boring. No, Never. Um, 
Okay, and then Liam was on James Corden, which I totally didn't know about until like two Me neither. Days what the heck? Happening. Why? I don't know. They... I, I just started following a Liam update account. I'm like, I gotta be more on top of Liam. So <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, but they talked about his son, Bear, a bit. They made some stupid jokes. I was like, this is not funny. I oh, don't I don't know. think I saw that. I thought he was just there for the... No, I'm stupid. I didn't watch that. I only watched the riff off. No. And did you see him perform as well? No. God damn it, Kara. Why? I thought I was doing so well. I was like, I watched the riff off. Like, <laughs> look at me go. There were three different videos. Oh, God. I only saw that one. Um, yeah, so they talked about his son, Bear. They made some jokes about Bear. Like, one of the guys on the couch, like, kept really dissing his son's name. I was like, okay. Are you stupid? You calm down? Like, James wasn't being too harsh. He was just like. You could say, like, one thing. He was just like, so why did you name him Bear? And then, like, Liam was telling us story about like when his son came out like the breathing wasn't normal and like they were getting all these doctors and specialists in to see like oh. what was wrong with him but then the doctor was just like yeah so your son just sounds like that <laughs> <laughs> um and that's hilarious yeah and so like and then the guy on the couch like kept saying stuff and i was just like can you stop and you couldn't even really hear him but you knew what he was saying like mean things but i was like you know Who what is he even no, some is, guy with a beard. Oh, okay. Is I didn't he like recognize a famous him. person. He must like be in something, but like, you know how they usually have like one really famous person and then like two other people that are. Kind and sometimes of in um, American talk shows, or actually they do this a lot. They have like the host, and then they have this like random other person mm. who like riffs off of them. Yeah, it wasn't that guy. It wasn't. A, that's like on um, what's it called? Jimmy Fallon. They have like this yeah. other dude who stands over there and like makes jokes like to go off of him. But it's like, like they're never funny. It's so. <laughs> horrible it's like secondhand embarrassment it is and i'm just like get someone funny if you're gonna do that honestly no because that's like reggie is semi the rich I, guy i like him i love reggie is great <clears throat> reggie's so cool no this was another guest they didn't yeah, invite at all i was like reggie. you're not coming back okay Please leave, stop sir. like like we can make fun of liam's son's name like once or twice i'm not gonna like after liam just said he had to go through a thing I know. when that his his son's breathing was irregular and he like after he was just born and he was like honestly. oh but your name's bad like what no like, you cannot like the name, but, like... Read the room, don't, dude! Don't... It's like when, like, they made fun of Louis' video being in Doncaster and, like, kept <laughs> saying, like, how terrible they thought the the music video was or whatever. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is his city. This is his son. Like, stop making fun of it. Like, those... There's some things that I'm just like, people... Honestly. Please! So, that was kind of annoying. Um, but, uh, so then... I don't know what order all this happened. Um... But he also did a riff off with James and it was boy bands versus solo artists. So they like watch it if you haven't watched it, but they it's do like, um, like little snippets of songs. And James was trying to argue that boy bands are better. And Liam was arguing that solo artists are really good too or whatever. And they were each singing back and forth and sort of like a dance off, but like sing off or whatever. Um, and Liam ended up singing George Michael's Faith. Shape of You by Ed Sheeran and his own Strip That Down. And James sung some boy band songs too. Um, it was really cute. I really liked it. It was really cute. I liked it a lot too. Lucia on Twitter pointed out when Liam said, um, like, was Liam, because Liam sort of brought it together at the end and was like, both are good. Like, boy bands are great, are great. I'm in one. And like, Lucia was like, he used the present tense. And I totally caught that too, mm. where like, he wasn't like, I was in one. He's like, I am in one, which was nice because he's still in one. That's me. really sweet. Yeah. And then at the end, they sung Best Song Ever together, which was cute. Mm. Um, anything else to say about that? I just love that he's a good sport about it. I feel like 
I think that's, like, why people were kind of upset with Zayn. Because, like, he just mm-hmm. never talked about it again. But, like, the fact that, like, everyone, like, you know, Liam, Niall, Harry, Louis are all being such great sports. I just had to name all of them, apparently. I forgot <laughs> who was in One Direction. But, like, they were su- they're such good sports about it. And, like, they're willing to joke about going solo or, the like, boy- like they're not like upset about it and like yeah. you know like like let me break all ties yeah it's like because they still love it like it, yeah it was a positive ending yeah or hiatus um so yeah that was really nice and i wish like other i wish on harry was on like i loved a lot of things they did but they didn't really do any singing thing um where james is known to do a lot of singing like segments and they didn't do one of those where, like, he has different ones. They do, like, rap battles. They do the riff-offs. They do different things. And so I wish all the boys did fun singing things like mm-hmm. this. Because I love seeing, like, the little snippets of covers or, like, songs that aren't theirs or singing funny things. Um, but, yeah, it was nice. Um, he also performed Strip That Down as well. And, wow, it was so good. This might be my favorite performance oh, of his. Oh, shoot. Okay, I have to go watch it yeah, then. Yeah, he just, like, was really into the dancing and doing a really good job. I just love Liam dancing. I think he's doing so well with it. Um, and I thought he sung really well. And he just looked cool. I'm so glad he's gone down the dancing route. Yeah. And, like, Strip That Down, like, live really grows on me. Compared to maybe just listening to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just like seeing him dancing up there and the dancers in the background. And I feel like he gets really into it and has, is having a good time. Like, that's when I was, like, comparing Liam's, because I watched them at a similar time, comparing Liam's performance of Strip That Down to Harry's of Two Ghosts. Yeah. Like, okay. Liam's was so much more interesting because he, like, really was emotive about it. And, like, he was dancing, so there was something else. But I feel like even if Harry's standing there playing the guitar, there's a way to, like, make it passionate that maybe wasn't there mm-hmm. when he sung Two Ghosts. Um, and then finally, Zayn's new song came out. We're actually going to dedicate a whole episode to it. Um, we're going to talk about the music video and the song, but I wanted to just like give like a couple sentences of what we thought before we go into it next episode. Mm -hmm. What did you think? Well, I really liked it and I think it's going to do great on radio and I love the way that Zayn and Sia's voice sound together. And like, I wasn't expecting to like it that much and I definitely wasn't expecting to it to be that good. And, like, I really can see this, like, taking over radio. Yeah. Just, like, Pillow Talk was immediate hit. I feel like this one is going to be two. Yeah. I thought it was so good. Loved it right away. And it's funny because the other day I was like, will Zayn, like, be big enough coming back with this second album? Will people still care? Because he never really toured. I know. Like, Pillow Talk was big. And then some of the other ones didn't really make it that big in the U.S. at least. Um, in England, I think they did. But I feel like this song is just going to do so well. Um everywhere yeah because Sia is just worldwide known so mm-hmm. like that's gonna also it's like when he collabed with Taylor yeah. Swift like that's obviously gonna get on American radio like yeah ASAP just so good and it makes me really excited about his album and the music video is so cool I feel like his album's gonna be really great I know um, I'm psyched I'm yeah. like you know what good job Zane like he really he knows what he's doing mm-hmm. I really loved it um so yeah we're gonna talk about that next episode so look forward to that and give your um give us your opinions yeah so then we can read them on the show yeah because we're recording that in a couple days so there probably won't be that much else that happens but you know what god knows really okay (sighs) moving into the main discussion um this week we're doing different orders of harry's album this was carrie's idea to like and i just stuck them in the same episode i know we've done this for um what was it made in the am we Mm. did like an album ordering 
of our... We did favorite to least favorite. Did we do it for Made in the AM? I don't think so. I don't know what we, we did. may have done favorite to least favorite, but we did. Oh, we did all of our songs. All yeah, we did all of ours. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I don't know if we did it just for Made in the AM, but we did do for Made in, Made in the AM, put them in order of a story and like, what is the story there that we see and like, what order would they be in if we're talking about like a relationship or a friendship of like how time would pass and how each song has different meanings. So we're doing both of those today. We're doing favorite to least favorite for Harry's album and ordering them in terms of a story. And we're just going to sort of talk them out, I guess. Um, and we'll see where we are after that. Um, we also have um, another question that we can answer. See, see where we are in terms of time. Um, the other one is what 1D songs should each boy perform live? Um, so yeah, we'll see where we are. But um, yeah, let's go to our... I'm going to turn my computer okay. this way or take my computer God. here. So Kara can't see mine. Um, let's start with the order of the story. Okay. Um, so should we, each of us should go separately, right? Because they, so we keep the story yeah. together. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? What do you want to do? I don't know, Kara. That's why I asked you. Um, I can go first. Okay. So you can have a little break from talking. Great. Um, okay. So I went for just a relationship. I was like, should I do like a random story? But I was like, no, Kara, like do like what you think the album's trying to say or mm -hmm. like could say. Um, oh, let me read the album order too. First. Good idea. So this is the album order of Harry's songs. Meet Me in the Hallway, Sign of the Times, Carolina, Two Ghosts, Sweet Creature, Only Angel, Kiwi, Ever Since New York, Woman, and From the Dining Table. Okay, okay. carry on. Okay. Um, so I went for like a progression of a relationship from the start to the end, Same. which is, you know, average, but I think that there can be different ways of thinking about a relationship and like how it, um, moves along on its journey mm -hmm. through forming and falling apart. Um, my first one, um, the beginning, I feel like they go together, Kiwi and only angel. I think mm -hmm. it like really, they both represent really first getting to know someone like the sparks the excitement the adrenaline um kiwi when they're talking about like it's sort of like he's talking about a girl that he doesn't really know that well kind of just like saw her at a party mm -hmm. um that other people are talking about um she's kind of like you know she says crazy stuff like i'm having your baby so like they're obviously like they're, they're <laughs> uh, we need to dissect that song we really do like what's going so on good. here um and so like that's their first meeting um is kiwi he like meets this like interesting girl and then only angel i feel like is when they actually start getting involved because like you know he's talking about she's the angel between this you no know, devil between the sheets blah, blah blah so he knows her better and like he's mm -hmm. she's talking about how she wants to be an angel um so those two like go together for me and then sweet creature comes next um because it's like more emotional depth I think, um, I don't know. I didn't know where to put this because I think that this is sort of like the part of the relationship. It's good, but it's like Harry or the speaker like wants more mm. because he's talking like we don't talk enough. Um, and I guess it kind of like this is like didn't work perfectly for me because um, there's so many songs in this album where he's talking about in the past a relationship yeah. or some sort of relationship it doesn't have to be romantic where he's talking about like like it was good then but now I'm sad about it and like we don't talk enough anymore blah 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 so like there's so many songs like this that it felt like it went from like first getting to know someone to all being nostalgic about someone I don't think there's really a song on it's here like positive we're in the relationship yeah there's nothing it's like a good that time. I yeah. don't know if you found that too but so Sweet Creature I feel like 
sounded the most like it could be like even just like the melody and like the Mm -hmm. sweet tones it sounds like an early morning kind of like waking up with someone and sort of being like in like a I don't know a sweet spot in the relationship but also like there's like a tinge of like you want something more you want more emotional depth I already said that Mm -hmm. and then because the emotional depth isn't there the um relationship turns a little sour and Harry sings Sound of the Times next um, and the line that, like, I was thinking of when I put this here was, we gotta get away. Hmm. Um, and, like, they're still, like, intertwined, um, and he's still talking to her about, like, like, wanting the best for her and, like, wanting her to, like, you know, not be sad or whatever. But, like, he wants the best for himself and he thinks that, like, leaving the relationship is the best thing for him. So, like, gotta get away. Um, it's, like, this big grand thing because, like, he's, like, really intent on his decision and he's like very he's like yes this is the right the right decision the right path um like he's kind of like excited about it not excited but like has adrenaline mm-hmm. um so then the next one is definitely like like he that was like sound of times like the highest high and then like not the highest high but like um there's definitely like a distinct drop off because the next one is ever since new york mm. um for me and I put that one there because I was thinking, like, he, like, went to New York to, like, get away from the person so that he could have, like, a clear head and, like, um, just, like, you know, think to himself. Because ever since New York feels, like, to me, just more of a self-discovery, thinking about yourself type of song, um, it seems like you've kind of isolated yourself from people, um, whether that be meaningful or, like, not meaning to, um... And it's just kind of, like, sad, and you're just kind of, like, realizing things, TM, Kylie Jenner. Um, And um, then there's another spike. I put Carolina here. He's trying to get over his other relationship. I figured that's what you were going to use it as. Yeah. Interesting. Nice. Um, And I put, um, so he, like, tries to go out and see another girl, and it's definitely, like, Carolina's just, like, a one-night stand. Um, so, like, this is happy, you know? Like, he had a good time, clearly. He's, like, just all, um, I was gonna say all in with Carolina. Um, <laughs> with, um, the girl in Carolina. Um, I always want to think her name is Carolina. Um, but whatever. Um, and then, then there's a, you know, a bit of, um, some jealousy happening with woman. Um, mm. because the, his, um, his ex is trying to do the same thing and get over him so he's, like, with another guy, or she's with another guy, and he's jealous of that. So, like, they're, like, kind of being spiteful of each other, and, like, both of them are doing the same things, but they don't want the other one to be doing it. Um, and then um, we kind of get into unhealthy territory with Hallway, with me in the hallway, and he is kind of, like, why did I leave? Like, just kind of really in a bad place. Um, hallway, Meet Me in the Hallway almost reminds me of Hotel California, that sort of like, you yeah. can never leave, you're sort of stuck there. Exactly. Hallway, Meet Me in the Hallway, it, does it say something explicitly about hall, or hotel? Or, like, I just always imagine hotel hallways. Cause, On like, the that's floor just, and at the door in hallways. Yeah. I don't know. Not, not necessarily. I definitely get the same vibe. It's just like, kind of like, you are stuck there for a turn. Mm-hmm. Like, your ghost is literally just haunting the halls. Um... And, like, maybe he, like, rented a hotel and, like, just is trying to convince her. Maybe, like, he drunk dials her or something, drunk texts her, and, like, is trying to convince her to, like, come over. And it's just kind of sad and just, like, depressing for everyone. 
um, involved and it just like, they're not in a happy place. Um, and he's trying to like, he like realizes that like the, like, um, the other people that he's like been trying to hang, like, um, you know, hook up with is like not the, you know, not the path he wants to go down. Um, but he kind of messed it up. Um, yeah. And then I put two ghosts because there's some time passed and, um, they try to talk it out, um, but they know it's not going to ever be, um, but they've kind of like, there's been some time that's passed. I've just literally repeated myself. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting a very dry mouth from talking this long. <laughs> it's hard it is, for it a is long time. Um, and, um, so then we end with from the dining table, which I feel like is like the perfect end. And I think they did a really great job for ending it that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's obviously just sort of like very clearly about nostalgic about a like romantic relationship. Um, Sort of like it's more about self-discovery though, um, but it's still definitely talking directly to the person, but not directly, but like to your own self, but as like, like maybe it's like a journal entry or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where we end. It's beautiful. Sort of a sad tinged thing but yeah yeah it is like a sad tinged album. album it really is there's no like caroline is the only kind of happy middle but it's only it's about like a one night stand it's yeah. not about a relationship like you compare it to nia like fire away such like a positive healthy yeah. song like some of his have a lot of positive healthy stuff harry's are all kind of like sad <laughs> yeah like and like i know that like, kiwi can be positive that's true yeah, that's, like, only Kiwi and Angel. Only Angel, I think, are, like, the most positive yeah. ones. But there's nothing, like, it's not necessarily healthy. Or, and it's also very, like, surface level, and it's nothing, like, emotional depth, like yeah. n- we see in Niall songs. Um, and I think that sometimes we think, I mean, I guess it is true, it's easier to write about sad things than it mm-hmm. is to write about happy things. Um, a, lot, a lot of people only write about sad things, but I think... Sometimes it's good to try to push yourself to try to write about happy um, emotions. I hope Harry's next album is like, I've learned to communicate. We text a lot. We call. <laughs> We're emotionally supportive of each other. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, I feel like that's like that whole story had like the feeling of his album really in there. Like just well. You could Thanks. feel the the pain and the communication problems and whatever all constructed in there Mm. um i didn't do everything the same as you mine's pretty different but it's similar sort of story ish but just different songs used in different ways um so i actually started with carolina Mm. um and i felt like even though carolina definitely seems like a like one night stand hookup i thought like this could be the start of it um like them meeting for the first time like you know just sort of the first start of getting to know a person um and yeah then I went to Kiwi which was like still sort of like fun getting to know them they're sort of crazy they're having some crazy fun sexual times (laughs) um just you know like it's not it's not necessarily like relationship yet it's just kind of like more fun at the beginning Mm. Um, and then I had Meet Me in the Hallway, which comes in next mm. for kind of like, okay, we're starting to do this a lot. We're like meeting in the hallway, like trying to get to know each other. 
um, sneaking around a bit. Because I feel like this one is definitely about, like, like wanting to sneak around because mm. you're meeting in the hallways, like, trying to find each other. Like, it felt very, um, more, like, sort of, like, fun, but almost, like, a desperation fun, which is kind of, like, a theme throughout this story that I've created. Mm. Um, where, like, uh, like, the person is almost, like, you need them now, mm. now that you've, like, found them and you can't really get rid of them. It's more, like, unhealthy meeting. Like, in unhealthy codependence. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then I followed it up with Only Angel, which is kind of, like, the high, but also you still feel that, like, desperation sort of feeling, um... Where, because, like, what does it say in Only Angel that made me feel like this? Um, she's an angel. Woohoo! I don't know. It's like you're having a lot of fun in the relationship or like having a good time, but there's also kind of this underlying, like, um, pull. Like, my only angel. Like, yeah. Like, maybe, like, too dependent. Yeah. Like, you're the only good thing in my life or something. Yeah, maybe not as emotional. Because I feel like. I mean, there is emotion in his songs, but there's a very, like, sex-heavy sort of, like, feeling in a lot of them to me. Yeah. Like, Only Angel, like, Meet Me in the Hallway, even. Kiwi. Car- Kiwi, I think Carolina. Hallway hasn't... Yeah. It has made me more emotional. Yeah. But, like, a couple of the other ones are... It almost seems like that is one of the bigger parts of the relationship. Yeah. Which, like, is fine if it's healthy. Um... But, like, maybe, and I think sort of a theme on his is in his album is that it's missing, like, maybe the emotional side of the communication side of it. Yeah. Rather than just sort of, like, this high, fun, exciting, need, like, passionate thing where maybe it doesn't have, like, all the other things that he's craving. Like, we don't talk about it. We don't talk enough. Like, like all these other things that he wants as well. Like, sort of what you were saying in mm. your story. Yeah, um, it doesn't seem like he has, like, a medium. It's, like, either, yeah. like, the highest or the lowest. Yeah. Um... So yeah, that was only Angel. And then um, it starts to slide down. I have Sweet Creature next, which is like, you're starting to feel the tension. Um, Like we started Two Hearts in One Home and it was good, even though there were underlying problems. Um, And like, now we're like not talking properly. I'm realizing that I might want more, but it's not Mm. happening in the way I want it to be. Um, Yada, yada, yada. So it's starting to fall apart. And then ever since New York is, like, since then then that one, they've, like, sort of fallen apart. Um, like, the lines, tell me something you don't know. Um, I need something. Tell me something new. Choose your words because there's no, no antidote. Um, what's it waiting for? Must this hurt before you go? So it seems like this is, like, a fight almost that's happening. Because mm-hmm. um, I can just hear someone saying, like, tell me something I don't know. Like, in a fight, they're fighting about, like, the problems that they're having mm. um and things are just sort of falling apart there um and then sign of the times is almost like they're deciding like this is a sign we're falling apart we should break mm. up and it's that like realizing that maybe you've made these mistakes before like you thought this was going to be different from past relationships that you had but you didn't really change anything from what you did in past relationships and um, it's just kind of like that again. I also th- thought, thought like this was too, I can imagine like a mom coming in and comforting like their child who's been in a relationship that just broke up and being like trying to stop and comfort them. Oh, like yeah. stop your crying. Like, it's going to be all right. 
It's like someone like comforting someone in the process of breaking mm-hmm. up. Um, and then I had woman after that, and that was jealousy rearing its head. So they're broken up, but then um, the Harry sees someone else with sees the person with someone else and is like jealous, but knows that he shouldn't be, and that you know. But it's like this sort of like you're not over it, definitely not over it yet, like still angry and sad. Um, and then I had from the dining table, which is more just like maybe that jealousy has died down, but now you're just sort of sad and lonely. And, like, mm-hmm. actually missing the person rather than sort of, like, an angry missing them. Mm-hmm. Like, angry and, like, mad at them still. But now you're just kind of, like, sad and lonely and, like, wishing they were there. And, like, remembering all the good stuff and, like, wishing you had communicated better so it could have been good. Um, and then I ended on Two Ghosts, which was, like, realizing um, it's, like, the stage after sad, I guess, where it kind of is over and you've moved on a bit and... Like, maybe you see each other again and you're like, yeah, I don't feel the same things I did. And it's kind of, like, sad and hollow in that way, but also kind of, like, a new start of we're going to try to find ways to find our heartbeat again. Hmm. And that was mine. Wow. Yay. I liked the ending on um, Two Ghosts. I think. I think that's, like, more of a um, happier ending, I think, than Mm -hmm. From the Dining Table. Yeah. Because then, like, they, like, have, like, reconciled. And it's not, like, mm-hmm. any from the dining table where it's, like, you haven't, like, they haven't answered the call. Like, yeah. they haven't talked at all. Yeah. And you're just, wow. like, you're, you're sort of getting over it. Yeah. Um, I really liked the, what you said about Sign of the Times. Oh, thanks. The nice. mother comforting. Yeah. I thought it was really, a really interesting way of um, interpreting that. Thanks. Because that's what he wrote about the mother and whatever. Yeah, true. Which is not how I always see it, but... Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, so that was us telling a story. I feel like you guys would probably have some good stories, too. So you should totally write in with your stories of Harry's album. I want to do this for Niall and then Louis, too, because he said he was going to put it in chronological mm, yeah. order, perhaps. That's going to be so interesting. Um, so that will be cool. But, um, yeah, so let us know what your order is or if you have, like, a different narrative. Because we both sort of use the, like, relationship narrative. But I feel like there's other narratives that you could have that go into it Mm -hmm. and make a story. Okay. Now we're going to go into our favorite to least favorite One Direction, not One Direction, Harry Styles songs, which we were talking about this before, how difficult this was, like putting them in order, because they're just, I mean, they're all so good and making a definitive order feels so difficult because I feel like songs change with my mood exactly yeah yeah and also like when you have songs that are like right next to each other like one way or the other like they can be flipped back and forth I feel like and then I was also saying for some songs like I love the music and I love the vibe of it but then I don't love the lyrics as much or for some of the songs um I love seeing them live but the ones on the studio version aren't as exciting for me so it's like I feel like we need different rankings for, like, music, for lyrics, for, you know, live versions, and then for studio versions. Because I just, I feel like my orders will change so much with each of those. So, whatever. This is kind of, like, tentative ranking because I'm sure we're just going to sort of discuss through, talk through what we've decided. Um, 
because it's hard making an order and like being like, this is my order. I know. I'm looking at this now and I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I really don't. I'm just, I like some of this, like, I just feel like I kind of randomly chose it. Yeah. Because so at one, at some point you're just like, okay, well I need to put one here. I know. Ugh. So I'll do that. What I did was I found this website where you can like type in all the different things and then like dr- drag them around, sort of like test out different orders. That's what I did in Kara. You did that with like handwritten whatever. Mm, the old fashioned way. Yeah. The way that pilgrims decided <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, what their favorite Harry Styles song was. Yeah. Back in the good days. Um, okay. So I guess should we start with number one or number 10? Probably number 10, huh? Yeah. I guess so. But that feels so weird. I, I don't know. know. Maybe we should do number 10. Cause like, I you feel mean like number my, one? Yeah. Cause like for some reason like my brain can't wrap around going backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what was your number one song? I thought Meet Me in the Hallway. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I did not like it at all when I first listened to it. Yeah, I don't think. I remember that. And now I'm just like, this is, I think, the coolest song for me. Um, it just kind of has a psychedelic vibe that I wanted from the entire album. Mm-hmm. Um, it just sounds so cool and floaty. I don't, like, there's some lyrics I really don't like. The morphine one, I'm not mm-hmm. sure how I think about it, feel about it, because I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about people um, talking about drug addiction comparing it to being in love i'm just like if you i don't know um just questionable it's like when taylor swift's clean mm-hmm. um when she talks about being sober and i'm just like girl you yeah. know what i mean i'm just like that's very question mark question mark question mark um but i really freaking love the way it sounds and i think it's super super interesting and like one of the more interesting ones for me off this mm-hmm. entire album and it's one that I would, like, put on for someone who doesn't even, who wouldn't like Harry. Yeah. And they would be like, this is cool. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. It didn't make it up there for me. That's okay. <laughs> but, like, I totally like it. Yeah. Like, it was, it, this was definitely so hard to do. Because you're like, wow, I love that song. But, like, I also love this song. Yeah. Um, my my number one was Sign of the Times. Okay. Um, It was so hard to put that as number one because it almost feels like, I think as we've said before... Like, when you have a single, it almost stands out on its own. And, like, you don't want to put it back in the mix when you're ranking songs because, like, it's its own entity. Um, and it was the first one. It was it's the like, first you know one. what I mean? Do There's I like so it more because emotions. of that? Yeah. yeah. And, like, I've heard it the most. Like, I remember sitting on my bed listening to it for the first time and being, like, totally blown away. But then I was like, let me break it down. There are so many interesting musical elements. His voice does amazing things. The live performances of it are unbelievable. Like, there's just, there's, I feel like, like, Bohemian Rhapsody is, like, a mega song that has so many different parts and, like, unbelievable. Like, it has so many different pieces to it, so many things to interpret. And now, Sign of the Times is not like that because it doesn't have as many parts as Bohemian Rhapsody. It's not, God, it's not it as did. long. But, like, it almost feels like this is, like, like a lesser version of that where it has different parts like it has the falsetto which we'd never heard before it has the belting chorus it has the really epic ending um you go on a goddamn journey you do you really really do and it has the beautiful piano in the background and like sets you back down on earth the chorus like it just there's so many different parts of it that are so that like put together make this just epic thing so i was like that that is the most epic song and it is good every time I listen to it and I love it so much and it's long and full. So I like can't not put that as my number one, even though it like feels weird too, yeah. because like we had heard it first and there's been so much about it. Um, but if I was honestly to be like, what is my favorite song off Harry's album? I think that that would be it just because there's so many parts. I hope he continues to make songs that are like 
extra long and sort of like because like back in the day I feel like like Queen had songs like this where they would be like long and weird and have different parts that would not sound like other parts yeah like that was like part of like also like the psychedelic Mm. rock thing you know what I mean? Like, it was supposed to, like, simulate, like, a quote-unquote drug trip. So, it would, like, mm. have all these, like, interesting, like, twisty parts. And, like, that's what, what people were comparing, like, they were, I mean, not really. They were saying, like, glam rock, um, glam 80s rock to the sign of the times. But, like, because, like, recently my friend Chloe texted me and she was like, you know what? I kind of wish all of Harry's albums sounded like sign of the times. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, me too. And I hope that his next album, that's the direction he's going in. Mm-hmm. Um just because I think it's the most interesting one. It is. I think that it's the most unique and I think it takes classic rock and puts a hairy spin on it. Everything, uh, the other ones I like, but I think it's, they're just very kind of run of the mill a little bit. Oh, dang. I don't want to say run of the mill, but I'm saying like they're too, they're too, too heavily influenced, I think. Mm. Um, Run of the mill was way too hard. Um, but I, <laughs> all the songs are run of the mill. Um, I, I think, no longer stand Harry. <laughs> I'm actually. This is my. I'm leaving. Talk direction. Um, yeah. Uh, Sign of Times is my number two. Because I was saying, like, is it just because I like? Like, do I like it just because mm. it was a single? But if anything, a, being it being a single is gonna would push it down because yeah. story of my life. I liked it, but then be, it being a single and hearing them perform it so many times push it down for me so much in my ranking. Um, two ghosts, like hearing it so many times is pushing it down for me. I really mm-hmm. liked it when I first heard it. Like I loved it so much. It was one of my favorites. And now seeing his performances, like I'm just kind of, it's pushing it down for me. Now I'm like switching them in my head. I'm like, oh, gotta, gotta move two ghosts lower than it is right now. <laughs> yeah. Same to be honest. Um, oh. and I don't, I don't know what I was thinking for this. Like some of my things, but Sign of Times is a solid, um, number two for me. Mm-hmm. I just, I really, I think it was great. Yeah, it really is such a good song. Yeah. I love all the intricacies of it. Yeah, and, like, the fact that live performances never got boring for me Mm -hmm. is unheard of. Like, I get bored so quickly of live live performances. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, My number two is Sweet Creature. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, Wow. Yeah, I really like this song. I feel like... I feel like it's more so the meaning that I take from the song than maybe the actual song. Besides, like, I, I really feel like he has a lot of, um, like, the echoes in the background are really pretty. Mm. And it's very, like, light. And I just, like, love the O's and um, whatever. But I think just the meaning of the song just meant so much to me that it really grew on me. Because I think it's the most relatable to me. And it was the the one least driven. I feel like it's the most one of the most emotionally driven out of all his yes. songs. Where a lot of them, as we said, like are maybe more sexually driven or like kind of like I don't know stuff that's like I feel like this one's much more emotionally driven. I think feel like it can be really familial. It can be relationship. It can be familial. It can be like parent child. It can be siblings. Whatever it is. And I just felt a really strong emotional connection to it. Um, and I don't know, every time I sing it, like, I just really, really love it. So it's weird because I, the first time I heard it, I was maybe a bit underwhelmed because I think we'd heard Sign of the Times. Was this the second song we heard? I'm pretty sure. And we were kind of like, well, maybe that's not as epic as Sign of the Times. Yeah, exactly. Like, Sign I was of like, the Times this, was so epic. It sounds like a One Direction song. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I remember I mean, the you first not time, but now I all. don't think it sounds like that yeah. anymore. But like when I first heard yeah. it, I was like, "What the heck?" Yeah, and I I remember not. I I remember you didn't like it that much, and I was trying to like argue for it. 
But I remember also not like being totally blown away by it, never thinking it was going to be my number two. And yeah. now it's my number two, which is weird. But like just going into the meaning of it. And I think also singing along with some of my like my family members, mm-hmm. I think that added to it as well. Yeah, I love the term sweet creature. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that like the lyrics could have done more for me. Like, playing on the term sweet creature, because that's such a weird thing to call someone. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think it's, like, I... When I was listening today to, like, try to sort out my order, I was like, okay, like, this is nice. <laughs> Solid song. Yeah. My number three? Yeah. Kiwi. Me too! Really? Yeah, nice. my number three. I feel like it's a solid number three. Yeah. Um, I just had to put it up there. It's such a fun song. His performance is, like, raised... It so much, so the much. live performances like boosted up ten times, and but like also just like a fun song in general. I think it's like one of those songs that I just like Harry's personality shines mm-hmm. through, and like you can tell he enjoys singing it and like performing it, and it's just like fun and quirky, kind of weird. Like the fact that he like was throwing out random words and like ended up being a song. I'm mm-hmm. just like this is amazing. I love it. Um, Kiwi is such an interesting title. Um, his jumpsuit from that one performance, iconic. Um, this is just a great song. It I don't have really to say much is. about it. Like everyone loves it. Yeah, it's so quirky and weird, and nothing like lyrically, nothing like you hear on the regular basis. Like, and I feel like it's one of those songs where someone would have been like, "Are you sure you want to put that on? Are people going to get that?" Yeah. And then he decided to, and the fans like totally got it and are like, "This is one of our favorite songs." Yeah, and like the whole him singing it twice in concert because people ask for it twice like just all that makes me love it even more it is such a fun song and it's so fun to sing along to it really is so fun weird (laughs) and like the meaning of it who knows yeah who freaking knows but there's so many little like extra little tidbits like him sniffing in the background at the holland tunnel thing like things like that i feel like the production you get to see like how that is done really well to have all those sort of little extra things in it um, especially in that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my number three. Should I do my number four then? Yeah. Um, my number four was from the dining table. Me too! Ah! Perfect. Wow. Um, yeah, so this one, I feel like it's such a good song. It's really good. It, like, blew me away the first time I heard yeah. it. Yeah. It, it's so beautiful. I love the harmonies getting louder and louder. Um, I feel like it is, I mean, we, we did, we've talked about whether it's, like, the most honest you can be. Um, and like how maybe... It's 6 p.m.? Is it? Wow. What? Damn. Okay, anyway. Um, like, I feel like he is really honest on it. I don't think it's like mind-blowingly new things yeah. to hear. Like the, I I almost said some other girl's name or I almost said your name, even though like he was with someone, someone else. Um, like that's not like mind-blowingly interesting, but I think... For him, it's super exactly. personal. And for him, even though maybe even if I were given all the songs, I wouldn't pick this one out as the most personal. I don't really know. But like, I think him saying I've never written a song like that means something because we don't necessarily know how personal all of his songs are. And for this one to be his most personal, like means a lot. Because um, as an outsider, we can't necessarily pinpoint what every single song is about and like what they mean to him. But when he says that, um, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and like, it just, it is so pretty. It's so delicate. It's so and, haunting. Yeah. And I love that you can hear all the like recording sounds. The crink, like the crackles. The, yeah, the crackles. Oh, so good. 
like the guitar sounds almost some some at some points feels like someone's holding the guitar like holding the strings down and playing rather than like um like the perfect sound a guitar should make it's almost like a little bit more rough um someone who plays a guitar please like tell me what I'm saying <laughs> um so I know a couple of you do um there's just like uh, I don't know why do you have it there I mean uh, for all the same reasons I just think like the first time I heard it I was like I remember my, uh, like I was saving it and like mm. my friends were like Kara just listen to it because we have to talk about it we want to play the album and we're not gonna like have to like skip over the song for you like they yeah. were gonna do it but like I didn't want to make them um so I went in the other room and listened to it on headphones and was just like blown away like by the intimacy it sounded like Harry was talking to me like whispering in my ear and like just like pouring out his heart and yeah, like his voice is so personal like, it sounds like he just recorded it right there in the room with yeah him. or like it's like on a phone or something you know what i mean mm-hmm. it just like seems like he just sang it to himself and like didn't want anyone else to hear it um i really i really really like this song i think i don't know like some of these songs i'm just like i want to join them all together in one like i don't want to like mm-hmm. separate them like i feel like four is kind of low down but i really i mean like the top ones are so high up there you know what yeah. i mean like from the dining table it's like another song that i would like show someone even if they didn't know harry yeah um and just like the like musically, it's really beautiful too. Yeah. yeah. Um. What's your next one? Oh my god, this is like the part where I like I just like I know everything falls apart. It it fell apart, man. Um, I wrote "Woman" next, and I think it's because it's like fun. Yeah. It's like a fun song. It's funny. Like what the heck, the duck? Yeah. Um, it's uh, like you know, not the most. I mean, obviously, it's not the most intricate lyric-wise. It just says woman for half a song. <laughs> I That one verse, though, about, like... Flower, flower you feast. feast. I love that. That's, really that's cool. one of my favorite lines off the entire album. Yeah. Um, so, like, that kind of makes up for it. But I'm like, why couldn't you take this and put it all throughout the entire song? You know what mm. I mean? Um, but it's also just, like, a fun time. It, like, it's very Elton Johnny. Um, Johnny Evil. Um, but, you know, I just... I think it's fun. It's fun to sing along to. I love singing it with other people. Um, so that's why it's my number five. Nice. What'd you have? Um, I had Carolina. <laughs> okay. Um, now this one is a hard one because out of all Harry's songs, Carolina, musically, and if you, and the way the words fit together, not the meaning of them, it's one of my favorites. Hmm. I love the sound of it. I immediately liked it when he performed it on the Today Show, the pink suit. The sound of the song, I was so drawn to it, and I jammed out so much to it. Mm. Now, the lyrics, there's problems, a lot of problems, for many different reasons. Mm -hmm. Saying the girl's name without getting her permission, and her not knowing, totally weird. Yeah, not great. Um, Calling someone a good girl, not great either. Misogynistic. (laughs) Um... Despite that, it's still my number five because I really, really, really love the song. I love the music. It sounds so Beatles to me. Um, And I just get this, like, bright, pink, happy vibe from it. And, like, as I said, like, I just think of a different narrative. I think of a queer narrative when I think of the song. I think of, like, a girl singing to, like, her girlfriend or something. Like, or whatever. I That's what I like to think of rather than... That's a bit better, yeah. Like... Harry's like projecting this thing yeah because like that makes it better in my head and and like when I sing along to it it's okay because I'm the one singing it yeah like instead of Harry singing it because I think it's different if it's you know calling someone a good girl if it's not a dude saying it that that, like really changes the narrative to me I don't know would you agree or no I don't know I just like I think the lyrics 
But then also, then again, like there's some songs that I like that have questionable lyrics that you just can't get on board with, like Wolves. I really love yeah. the music of too, but um, yeah, Wolves music so good. I know, I really love it, but like uh, Caroline, I think the fact that I just don't like the music and I don't like the lyrics, yeah. it's just like I'm surprised you don't like the music, dude. I don't know why, but it's like mm-hmm. the like the first like whatever sound that it is at first, it's so discordant to my ears interesting i really i don't like it at all like i love it so much it's so like i, I love the la 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 and that like, i like la, 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 la. like that's so much fun to me i like that's fun but the rest of the song like i just can't do it at all man when we go when we dissect that song it's gonna be a rough episode We're yeah gonna be, like butting heads the entire time yeah i just like i just the fact that i don't know i'm just like harry you gotta do better dude what are your narratives that you guys use for that song because it, it's pretty blatantly misogynistic <laughs> Um, and I know we talked about Niall's song, um, Mirrors, and you guys had so many different, like, interpretations of what he means and, like, how you're going to listen to it so that it seems better. So let me know what you guys think of Carolina and how you interpret the lyrics there. Yeah. I mean, it just, like, I don't know. The fact that, like, it's still, like, his song that he wrote. Like, like, and it's pretty clear, like, what he meant. It's so weird to, like, think about him himself going you know what this is a good idea and I I think about too Gemma like listening to Harry's album because Gemma tries to talk about like world issues and feminism and gender equality um Mm -hmm. and like she's not the most knowledge about it a bull about it but I think it's so blatant in that song there's no way she couldn't pick up on the negativity of it and I want to know what like her thoughts are on the song because like like, sometimes you can't call it your sibling you know what I I mean Like, would, would she say anything about that or not? Because, like, he probably didn't, like, show her in, the, no. like, the production. It's probably post-production. Yeah. Which, again, all white dudes. Yeah. You need to throw in some other people in that production And also, please, just, like, I know he listens to, like, a lot of female, like, musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just, like... Like, freaking right with Stevie Nicks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just, like, I don't know, man. I feel like Charles Bukowski got in his brain and didn't leave. I know. Um... This is why we're going to chuck up feminist novels on this stage. And then, yeah, that was Lucia's <laughs> idea. Maybe, like, package them with some soft tissue. Yeah. Bubble wrap. Well, something. I'll be front row, so I'll place it on the stage. Oh, beautiful, yeah. <laughs> Me waiting out for, like, two days to I'm, get front row. I'm excited for you. Thanks. You're going to have to train your bladder. I'm going to wear a diaper. Wear a diaper. Yeah. I won't tell anyone. Perfect. So you just told everyone on the podcast, yeah. but they won't tell anyone either. It's like Hannah Montana all over again. <laughs> exactly. Um, what was your number five? No, Caitlin, don't make me do this. What? This this is just <laughs> this is where it all went to hell. I think oh, I was no. more I was more. Oh my god. Wait, okay. So number four was woman for you. That's high up. No, number five. Oh, number five. So oh, like, this is your number six. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm like I'm sweating. Okay. Because I put two ghosts, but I I'm kind of recanting because I just yeah. kind of because I'm like the live performances. Like, I like it in the fact that it's, like, a nice-sounding song, mm. but it just kind of doesn't do it for me anymore. I think I would switch that. Like, because the thing is, oh, this is so hard because Ever Since New York on the album is so much lower than Ever Since New yeah. York live for me. It's I know. It's so... It's drastic. Like, I did the album one. Me too. But if I were to do the live version, it would be, like, number three It would be... Oh, why is it so different? I don't know. I just don't understand because it's so, like... It, for some reason, it's not like island thingy. Like, yeah, it's like, uh, really weird. On so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put two ghosts there. I'm thinking I'm gonna put only angel. Uh-huh. Even though I or don't. Is your number six? Only angel is number yeah. six for me, and I'm gonna put it there because I love the opener. 
I think it's really interesting and it reminds me of the kind of vibe that I like get from um, Meet Me in the Hallway. It's just like interesting, has different parts of the song. Um, it's like another just upbeat, fun song. I love his screaming. Mm. Um, lyrics aren't great. They're not the best, but it's fun. Um, and There's I, some really great lyrics though. Some of them are really cool. Like, yes, you're right. across the floor. The, the knuckles. Splint, splinter is knuckles. Very true. There are some gems in there, but... Some of the other ones are either blah or not so misogynistic um so uh yeah i'm gonna put that as my number six just also i just love his upbeat songs his performances are good not that we're taking performances into total account but he certainly did for sure i think yeah but also i think even if i didn't have a performance of that i'd still love it still be up there yeah so sweet creature is my number six and not sweet creature (laughs) only angel um my number six was woman okay Yours was close to mine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like this song. I mean, it seems like this is, like, the second half, and now I should be arguing why why it's not up there. But, you know, number six is still high. Yeah. Like, I really like it. Um, I love the woof woman. Even though I've seen on a review someone saying, like, oh, yeah, that's so boring, the woof woman. I'm like, that's my favorite part. Excuse me. <laughs> like, I love going woof woman. Um, yeah, I think... Yeah, you're right. The lyrics could be stronger. Like, you could have had that flower, fruit, whatever the hell part sort of stretch it out because like saying things like um like it's just such an interesting imagery there going on rather than like uh when he's touching your skin yeah like, that's not as like interesting no. lyrically but i still love the song i love the duck sounds i think the music is really cool um i do like the chorus being one word but like being still interesting. And, uh, is it Lala or Nana? Lala. Lala's again. I love that. I it's think it's so interesting that he has Lala's on two different songs. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I love it. And I love how the ending drags out with a really long musical ending. And then he comes back in with Woman. I think that's really cool. So yeah, even though it's a number six, I'd say, say it's still like, I really like it. Yeah. What's your number seven? <sighs> okay. Um getting difficult this is getting difficult because i feel like if you had asked me a few months ago like when it first came out i would have said two ghosts like uh, Mm -hmm. much much higher um and even recently when we did the two ghosts i know you were like i like two i was like i love ghosts it's my number four or five but like i honestly i just feel like it doesn't have the repeat value that Mm -hmm. a lot of the other songs do um and it's kind of like it's very drawly yeah it's like good but it's like like yeah. yeah, it's good. But it's like yeah. it's like something I'd want to hear at like a sad cowboy bar, and that's what I said like when I first heard yeah. it. But like I think that hearing it over and over, I'm just like you could do something so much more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I I guess I'll put it as number seven. That's pretty low down. Yeah, I'm at number seven now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put it there because I just like I liked it so much at first, and I like the imagery of like two ghosts looking for a heartbeat. Um, but I just, I'm, doesn't have the replay value for me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, my number seven is Meet Me in the Hallway. Okay. This is weird, because I also, I would say, like, my cutoff of songs that I, like, I still love this one. Yeah. Like, this was a hard one to place, because I do love Meet Me in the Hallway. I'm like, this could be my number four, but it could also be my number seven. Yeah. Like, I don't know where to chuck it. I think that was, like, only angel for me. Yeah, like, Meet Me in the Hallway, Woman, Carolina, they're all kind of, like, on the same level. Yeah. Um... But I love, I really do love this song. Like, I, I really like all the guitars in it. It sounds very watery and full. Um, don't love the lyric about, like, the drug yeah. addiction. Not cool. 
Um, but I, I really love the imagery of I'll be on the floor. I'll be on the floor. I think that's just like so relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very like echoing and sing-alongy. There's not so many lyrics in it. It's kind of a bit repetitive, but I still like it. And I think it's a good song to sing along it's to. It's fun to pretend you're a ghost and to like yeah. kind of like haunt around. Yeah, it's really cool. What is that? Live oh, Millennial. Millennial's going live at 7.15. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other podcast that I listen to. Um, yeah, that, so yeah. Meet me in the hallway, but I, a seven is not like bad yet. Okay. <laughs> it's still in the good. Not that there's any song that ends up going bad, but I I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to place that one. Yeah. Um. What are we on now? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Wait, why do I have... Three more left. You should have three more. Eight, nine, ten. <laughs> I forgot that ten counts. Yeah, um, well, I hate that. Like numbers always seem so weird. Yeah. Thanks for making me feel better, Caitlin. <laughs> no, I, I seriously am yeah. so bad at that type of thing. Like sometimes you like visualize it and yeah. you think like from okay because like eight plus two is ten, so you're like oh two yeah. more, but you also have to include eight and ten. Or yeah, like, did not remember confusing. that. Um, so my next one I would say sweet, sweet creature. Um. And, like, to be honest, like, Two Ghosts and Sweet Creature, I might want to flip them right now. Mm. Just because, like, from my, like, my listen today, I was like, Sweet Creature is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it, like, just gives me such a vibe of a, like, a sunshiny, beautiful garden with, like, yeah. billowing white, um, claw, like, curtains or something. And I just, like, yeah, I think I'm going to revoke me, my, my past, um, sentiment and put Sweet Creature over Two Ghosts. Nice. Um, right now um official yeah but not for long yeah perhaps it might all change because this all changed in the matter of me um deciding a couple hours ago like i'll tell you my actual like my order what i put down after we're done um so yeah um i think sweet creature is like really pretty i really didn't like it at first and i really like two ghosts at first and now it completely flipped right now and i think that maybe a sweet creature um became a single i wouldn't like it at all or not like it at all but like i think i like the the precious gem feel that you get like from Mm -hmm. just like listening to it like once in a while instead of like always hearing it no i play it all the time okay (laughs) i feel like you're different with songs like though because like i feel like you like to repeal all things but like sometimes i get like tired of them so yeah i just kind of like having it as like a treasure in the dust not that his album's the dust but like in the world Mm -hmm. is dust you know what i mean that's cool um my number eight was two ghosts although now i'm like I don't know if I should flip it around with Only Angel. I don't know. I know. Only Angel, Two Ghosts, might need to flip around. Because I do really like Two Ghosts. And I liked when he performed it alone. I thought that was a really perfect Like, the note changes are cool. Yeah, but right, right right away from the very beginning, I wasn't it wasn't a jump out to me. And, like, I guess Only Angel jumped out a lot more than it to me. Um, but I guess it's just because we did the review last week. I was like, oh, let me stick it higher. So mm. I don't know. I know. Like, it's hard. Yeah. The lower I, down's harder because you, like, just don't. It's easier to be excited about things. I know. I love that we're more positive. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a good way to think. Good. Exactly. It's hard to rank because it's not like with One Direction songs. Like the ones that I put at the bottom, I really actually didn't like. I was like, no, Illusion is a bad song. It's not good. I wasn't like, it's the good of the bad or it's the bad of the good. You know. Mm. With Harry's, I'm like, no, they're all good though. No? No, I agree. Sort of. <laughs> except I don't really love Caroline. Yeah, know, well, I know that. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but, like, it's not like I'm, like, you know, Steal My Girl. I just really don't like this song, you know? Um, so, yeah. 
two ghosts slash only angel. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to do eight and nine together then. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I don't know which ones would go where. Because I do really like Only Angel. Like, I love the beginning, even though, like, I, it gets tedious sometimes. I've said that before. <laughs> but I, I'm liking now. I like to try to get him coming in and saying, hey, which is almost impossible. <laughs> um, it happens on second 53. But if you're just going by it, by, like, your vibe, your vibe, there's no way I can get it. I've tried many times. Can't do You'll it. get there one day. One day I'll be able to get it. You'll sink your soul with Harry's. Yes. Um, and... I do like some of the lyrics. Um, I guess, like, just the whole... I think that line of, like, being a devil in the sheets and, like, the whole bring you back to mother in a shirt that scorts. I say that so much. I say shirt that skort. When I'm singing <laughs> along to it, I'm like, it's not shirt that skort. It's skirt that short. Um, but I think the narrative of the song, I really just don't like. Yeah. Like, I don't like the story that it's telling very much. Like, I like the sound of the song. I love the screaming. I think it's cool. Like, I love the music to it. But the, first of all, it's kind of misogynistic. Second of all, it's kind of just like, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Over, overdone. Yeah, but there's a word. Yeah, I know. You always use, I forget what I it's called. Uh, I, I don't it, know. Like, it's kind of hard to say. Yeah. God, what is that word? Oh, I don't know. Hackneyed. Hackneyed. That's it. Yeah, it's like a hackneyed story of, like, the bad girl, like, she's so good at sex and she's bad and I don't want to take... She wears a short skirt. And I like her because she's sexy and, like, I like that she's the bad girl that I can't bring home to mom or whatever. Like, it's just kind of like eye roll, eye roll, eye roll. Like, (laughs) um, okay, wow, that is a narrative that I don't care about. Um, Exactly. That's why it's, like, that's one, I think we have this discussion, it's like Kiwi versus versus Only Angel. Mm-hmm. Musically, they sound very similar, and like, you would think, because it's so, like, they're like, upbeat, fun to perform, that like, they'd both be on the same level for, like, mm-hmm. people, but everyone loves Kiwi, and yeah. not a lot of people love Only Angel, because the lyrics are so... They're so different. I would love to do a comparison, because mm-hmm. I think, also, the girl that's portrayed in both of them, very different, like, I feel like the Kiwi girl... Not not the girl herself, but the way he talks about the girl. Exactly. They're like similar vibes of people, but the way he talks about them are so different. Yeah. It's like one way Kiwi is so, good. Kiwi feels so much more empowering and like she's like this fun, crazy hooligan. She's like, like living her own dream. She's interesting and fu- like kind of funny, kind of weird. Yeah. But then like the other one, it's like... He portrays her as kind of a, a half sex person. object. Yeah. Exactly. I think we should definitely do, like, oh, wow. That'd be so interesting. Yeah. It's like, because it could be the same person. Yeah. But but the way he describes yeah. it, it's like, literally, it's like a very good example of how to be misogynistic versus how not to be, exactly. but talking about the same exact thing. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's why I just, I can't get on board with that so much. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um. But like the music is cool. I think as you were saying, like, musically, you compared it to Meet Me in the Hallway. I think there's also that sort of vibe of... Sign of the Times. A Sign of the Times, mm-hmm. where it, like, has that weird epic beginning that you don't see in radio play songs. Like, it has these more intricate, weird musical things that aren't everyday. Like, the the quoting of the the movie, which, again, comes from Bukowski, which is sad. I know. But, um, it. like, it sounds cool. It's got weird little things in it that you pick up on. Um, it's got the same choir as sign of the times in it yeah so like those things i really love about it but the storyline i don't love which is sad i know i feel that so hard yeah so that was eight and nine for me okay why don't you do your nine and my nine was ever since new york for me which is so bizarre because when he performed that on snl we were blown away lyrically musically 
It was incredible. Mm -hmm. So amazing. And that's, I think, why when we heard it, like, I think we were like, how could it get any better than this? And it was such below the Mm. standard of the live performance for us, at least for me, that I was, like, so disappointed. And that's why it's so low ranking. It's so low energy. Um, it's got this like weird islandy. I don't know what like someone described. Like, is he? Is there it's steel like, drums? Like, it sounds or like something. a ukulele or like I don't. What is it? Steel it drums, just, maybe. I don't know. We have to. I'm gonna actually try to listen to the sound like, of palm trees they recorded when they were in Jamaica. Mm, the the island breeze. Yeah. <laughs> it just like doesn't fit Harry. It just know. doesn't make sense. And like the ever since New York that we saw on SNL was such a good like indie folk song kind of thing it literally was like i made everyone listen to it i'm like look at harry he's such like a folk artist now lol and but like then like he listened to the album just like where's this passion where's this energy where's this like i don't know zest where's the zest man it's not there for me at all and it's just like disappointing and i always go to listen to the live version if i'm gonna listen to it because i'd rather because i just feel like um for the lyrics they're so passionate and dry like you know he's like tell me something they're so good and then you hear like this like bland like not emotional version on the album i'm just Mm -hmm. like these are really emotional lyrics like you should have power behind them yeah and also i think it was like they almost like played it faster on yeah they played it much faster it's so slow on the album i don't know why it makes it it's like it's like as if they said oh we need like a more ballady song so let's like put this on there and it's like well you kind of ruined the vibe of the song even though that may have been the original like it's my number 10 and there's no secret because that's the last one (laughs) um oh yeah i forgot okay well but um like i just feel like the live one was so good lyrics i love the lyrics i love like the verses are very strong and then the chorus while it's not like while there's not like something i'm like wow i've never heard that line before like tell me something i don't know is a line that we've heard before where tell me what however he says it tell me something i don't already know. i don't already know um it's like things we've heard but the way it's done it fits the vibe of the song so well so the yes. chorus is really strong and the lyrics and the verses are really image driven and like metaphorical and interesting to dissect and we're like wow he's like so metaphorical when we first heard that i was like now i get what harry's songwriting is about we had we put so much stock in that yeah because like we had sign of the times and then we had ever since new york when i'm like wow so his lyrics are really oh so that was the second that's the second one we got but sweet creature i think was the second studio version yeah it was the second studio version um and like i love that it's so repetitive because like when the audience sings it it can go again and again and everyone's sort of screaming and pointing at Harry and being like, oh, and it makes sense something I don't know. For, it makes sense for the, like, like the meaning of the song. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense. It so much reminded me of, as I've said, what's that song? Um, 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 um. What's, what's the vibe? Who sings it? <laughs> uh, Paul McCartney? Uh, I have no idea what you're going for. <laughs> no, uh, no. I went for Blackbird, but no, no, I don't no. know. The one that they repeat, it's like a name, I think. Hey Jude? Yeah, Hey Jude. Really? It reminds me of that because it's got that, like, sing-along audience quality to it. Okay. Like, I feel like there's just, that one gets, like, repeated, the ending gets repeated mm. and dragged out, just like um, I could see ever since New York being dragged out like that. I would love him to re-record it. I know. 
and do a live version. He's gonna be he's gonna be singing in what is it like the red room? Yes. I'm gonna take those live versions. Okay. And make them into MP3s. So hit me up if you guys want them when those come out. Mm. Um, just because ever since New York Live version, honestly, could be like up at my number three. I exactly exactly. The lyrics like, are so much better than like Only Angel. Yeah. But because the music, it, and it, and also that we got the live version, and then we were let down with this. I know. Version. Like, when has it ever happened? Like, honestly, that's what I'm scared about, Niles. I'm scared I'm going to be let down when I hear. That's why I didn't want to put too much stock in it. I, I didn't want to get too attached. I haven't listened to them that much. Yeah. I well, but you can't. You can't unless you've made them into MP3s. You can't sit there and I be mean, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to listen to them unless you put on like, like you hit YouTube yeah. things every single second, which yeah. is a lot of effort. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So that was my number 10. I know. That's like such a... Con- I think I mean, we need to do a poll and see if like people like like the live version yeah. better or something. Because like I don't know if it's like just an us thing or if it's Because like- I know someone wrote in and said they like the studio version, I think. Yeah. I remember hearing that, but I don't remember don't who know. it was. Maybe it was a Patreon person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So my number 10 is Carolina. That's not a surprise. I already talked about that. Like yeah. I just... Um, the, the I can see the um, the Beatles uh, comparison, especially for the La La La's. Um, but I just like... I don't know. It just doesn't jive well with me. Um, and I'm sad about it. Cause like when I first heard it, I was like, Oh, this should be a fun song. And then I heard it and I was like, so let down. Like I just didn't like it. And I still, I thought it was like, Oh, it'll grow on me. It never has. So interesting. Yeah. Sad. I, I feel like while we had some in the middle that were really similar, like our highs and lows. No. I mean, cause like I put Meet Me in the Hallway way down or yeah. like seven and it was up there for you. And then Carolina was higher for me and Sweet Creature was higher. Yeah. There like, were some that were pretty some, drastic yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Guys, make your orders yeah, and suffer with us because that was really difficult to do. Yeah. And even though there's only 10, it just takes a lot out of you. Yeah, it really does. Um, we're not going to have time for the little what uh, Wendy should perform live. So we'll save that. Um, maybe we could do that. Well, is, is Emily on Patreon or no? I'm not sure. Well, maybe we'll do it for a talk direction down low. Not sure though. Um, but let's move on to recommendations. Um, my recommendation this week is to write to your senators. Or call. Or call. Um, I know there's also, I think I tweeted on my Twitter a the way text to text, thing. yeah. Yeah, you text resist to uh, look at Caitlin's Twitter. I forgot the the name of it, but it faxes your senators. Yeah, and they were overloaded um, the other day. I tried doing it, um, but I'll try again. Um, but I think like so many people were doing it that it got overloaded, which is like great. Yeah, because like that's such an easy way to do it, and yeah. there's things that you can copy and paste too, so you don't even have to come up with your own message. Um, so do that. Call your senators. All this stuff. Um, the most recent stupid thing that Trump is doing is um, taking away uh, DACA, which I don't know what they each stand for, but pretty much it is um, something that allows uh, people who came to uh, the U.S. when they were children to like be on a path towards citizenship and allows them to be in the country Um so a lot of uh, Mexican immigrants who came here as children um, and, like, grew up in the U.S. Um, and, like, go to school here and work here and have jobs here and contribute to the economy and are awesome people. Um, I personally have worked with um, some Mexican immigrants when I was at school. And um, just, like, I talked to a lot of the kids about, um, like, immigration and 
how they feared for their life here in the mm-hmm. U.S. and also how like one girl specifically, um, her mom ended up getting stuck in Mexico. So she's been living without her mom for like years and years oh and years. God. And she has a younger sibling and she's had to take care of her younger sibling because it's just her, her dad and her sister. Um, and like just how much she's had to take on and become a parent at such a young age, like totally sad and ridiculous. And, and just like worrying about your status in the country um, is just so ridiculous. Um, so go find out more about um, DACA or DACA. Um, talk about it with people. Write to your senators. All that type of stuff. Um, because it's super important to complain about these things. Because that's the only way. Like if we had marches as big as the Women's March for each of these. Um, like we would be making a lot more noise. So let's just keep making noise. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go with you on that one. I don't want to take away from that cool. recommendation. Um. And then, uh, general feedback and suggestions for the show. I feel like sometimes I don't say this one. Let us know. Remember, we're updating our Patreon. So take that survey um, and there's place for you just to comment whatever um, you want. So comment. Leave us comments of what you want to see on the Patreon. We've gotten some good feedback so far. Um, And then anything else about the show? Complain about it being shorter than usual, even though, I mean, currently we're at an hour and 29 minutes. Perfect. We did a good job today. Um, thank you guys for listening to episode 110 of Talk Direction. You can go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. And that's how emails end up during our on our back to you segment. Or you can message us on um, Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com. Or our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. And you can follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster. And Caitlin is C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond and Kara's with the C. And you can follow my cat Instagram. Yes. Shermami Pond on Instram. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we, what else can we plug? Like Kara has a blog. Go follow her. Karapond.com. Oh yeah, I just put up a recent post. Yeah, it was really good. Kara is super talented at writing and like making you feel like you're just like being best friends with her, even though I am best friends with her, <laughs> like in the live flesh. Like, wow. The live I flesh. I feel lucky. Um, Um, someone get me a job writing (laughs) (laughs) if anyone has any connections. Yeah. Um, I also have an Instagram. I'm going to be posting more pictures on there when I get to England. I'm excited. So that's just Caitlin I.R. Foster as well. Anything else we plug? Not really. I'm Kara Pond on Insta. Yeah. Um, and our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talk direction. Talk direction down low this week. What did we say we were going to do? Um. I feel like you said something. Oh, maybe a um, watching something. A, what is it called? Commentary. Commentary. Or we could just do the um, 1D Harry's yeah. Styles songs. Yeah. And then, 1D. like, send it to Emily as well. <laughs> Let her have the link or something. Um, if sh- if they're not on, um, I don't know if, if they're on Patreon. Any who's a Coles. You can also <laughs> <laughs> um, go to audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. This week, I recommended um, via Sophia, our listener, um, The Power by Naomi Alderman. So I'm excited to listen to that. And Kara continued to recommend The Handmaid's Tale. And- I finally am starting a new book, guys. I'll, I'll get out. I'll get out of my rut. <laughs> um, and you can rate and review and subscribe on iTunes 
or on SoundCloud or Talk Direction. Um, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 111. Boy! Boy. <laughs> Why did you both say it like that? He started to, and I was just like, that's hilarious. So. Wow. Baby, so, so hands, like sweat dripping down my